Hello and welcome to Down Syndrome Radio. Uh, Mark Owens. I'm here with my good friend Jason Kosky. How's it going, Jason? It's uh, fabulous. We're uh, uh, we're here to tell you about parenting kids with Down Syndrome. Uh, we have some super duper special guests tonight. Uh, it's kind of a two for one deal. It's uh, it's more. It's just more amazing than you can handle. Why don't you uh, just give me the the big update as to what's going on out there, buddy? Well, it's just been an absolutely crazy few days um we well let's start with dexter dexter had his first day of preschool today Ooh, i saw the facebook and, uh, thing man yeah it was it was awesome he did a great job and i think it's gonna be really good there's just so much more stuff in that couple rooms for him to play with and pull up on and climb over and just more space and more kids to to mimic and and follow you know, I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really awesome. I'm really glad that that he's starting. Were you a so little sad cool. though, buddy? I mean, it's kind of like a new era. Not really. No. I'm happy. I think it's gonna be good. Look at it's you with the like glass half full. He's been at home, you know, for every day, all day, you know. So it was. I think it's good for him to get new new stuff, and it's only two days a week, um, two half days a week, basically. So. Oh, it's definitely good for him. He's moving on yeah. and up. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I think actually more little boy, less baby. Little boys are cool. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely stretching. There's a couple times where he was just, uh, I don't know, I was pulling himself up, and he just looked so big. He's still a little chubby, but he looked a little long. He looked a little longer. Yeah, no, he looks different, man. It's it's you know, happens. It's happening fast. Yeah, it is. Kind of wild. So you got big goings on going out there. Uh, in addition, don't you? In the, in the in the Down syndrome world, we do. We are doing uh, frantic last minute preparations for our buddy walk is on Saturday. Um, and going along with that, we got our three hundred order of our order three hundred t shirts um, came maybe a week ago, maybe last Tuesday. And uh, since then, the last couple nights last week, I spent um, fighting with WordPress and PayPal and stuff and trying to get an online store going. I, bought, I ordered mine, man. It's not I here know, yet. I'm I pissed. I saw that. It's awesome. <laughs> um, and so we, we, it is up and ready, downrightawesome.com slash store, and you can buy um, ki- both kids and adult shirts. And we have received probably 15 or so orders in the you know five days or something that it's been that it's been um on and all proceeds of the sale of the shirts uh, are going to um dsrtf like all profits or somebody donated the shirts themselves too no, we we fronted the cost for the shirts um you big man you good work infantino um gave us a generous donation for some of the shirts they fronted some of the shirt cost i guess and then mm. we fronted the rest go infantino so. you know they think they should be an unofficial uh unpaid sponsor for us anytime they <laughs> got a message they want to get out to our 10 or 12 listeners we're there for them well there's a little a little logo on the back of the shirt i believe that, uh-huh. a little infantino heart sponsored with love by infantino or something like that it Excellent. says so Excellent. yeah so they get a little a little love on there um, but yeah, body walk prep is crazy. We, we kind of go 
over the top. We are <laughs> ironing on shirts, and we have parasols, and the band is ready, and we are just ready to go. Dude, you guys are so much more energetic than we are. You make me feel bad. We're like we're like old lady buddy walkers. <laughs> we we brought our whole family, and uh, you know, Nana came into town for it, and we all and ours was this past weekend. But, you know, we didn't really decorate. We didn't have shirts. We all had buttons, you know, like those little buttons where you can cut a picture in a circle and put them on. You know, mm-hmm. we were we were Luke's Looney Tunes. But I'm sure your contingent is a little bit more serious than ours. Certainly not serious, but it's... Uh, well, it's more energetic yeah. than ours. Yeah. it's it's It was amazing. I mean, last year was absolutely amazing. And if we can even come close to repeating... Um, you know, just the feeling and the vibe of, from last year, it will be uh, a huge win again. You're a good man, Jason. You're all right. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, so it's it's good to have it pay off. Yeah. All right. Well, who who you got there with you, buddy? You got some secrets in your uh, in your closet there? I have my my lovely wife of almost nine years, Miss <laughs> Colette Kosky. Um marketer extraordinaire, Infantino employee, uh, brainchild behind our main topic today, which is uh, the Everybody Plays campaign. Go, Colette. Hi. Hello. <laughs> nice to finally hear your voice. Fun, gentlemen. <laughs> I know. You had to go come such a long way. I know. <laughs> this is how you guys need to make a date these days. <laughs> to do a podcast. That's, that's pretty true. Uh so uh colette tell us uh tell us more about the genesis of everybody plays let's see the genesis of everybody plays um it was really shortly after um i returned to work um after having dexter and you know one of the the first things that was really apparent to me and one of the things i sort of was getting into when i went back to work being in a situation where we're always around kids and we're always um, I'm at photo shoots and that type of thing. And how it was, seemed like such a natural thing for me with Eloise that, oh, of course she's going to be in photo shoots and all that kind of stuff. And there was a crazy part of me that worried when I got back to work, you know, is, is Dexter going to be welcomed here? And that was put to rest in like 10 seconds when I walked in the door and a storm of people just ran and like got on, like, <laughs> you know, tackled us basically and all wanted to hold Dexter and love on Dexter. And it, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't any different for anybody there. And he had just as much love as I always had, and they were just as excited and welcomed him into our Infantino family. You know, and, th- th- this this part has always interested me because I, I don't know much about Infantino, but it sounds like you have possibly the coolest job in the world. <laughs> I get told I, I, that How a does lot. that work out? <laughs> um, it's, that's, it's a pretty sweet gig to have, especially being a mom with kids. It, it, it kind of flows nicely. So, so what is um, your position for that? I'm in the marketing department, so I am the senior brand manager. So wow. I'm all things Infantino. I eat, drink, sleep, breathe Infantino and try to be the best representation of, of an Infantino mom. Well, that's, that, that's impressive in and of itself, but it's even better because Infantino seems like such a cool company. Yeah, it's, it's nice to work for uh, a place where... You know, you you get what you're doing. It means something to you, and you feel like you're having an impact on people's lives, whether they're in 
you know, this country or if they're buying products. And I was just in Germany for work and, and having that same experience. So it was, it's really nice. As an East Coaster, it seems very California. <laughs> <laughs> it is very California. We bring our dogs to work. We wear flip-flops. We, we have, it's very laid back. So yeah. yes, it is. It's very California. Okay, it's a very so, bright colored office. Yes, very bright colored Lots office. Lots of colors. But, I, but we've distracted from everybody. Please, I'm going to go back. I distracted. There. I'm sorry. I'm going. I've been just listening to the political debates, so I know how to get myself back to what <laughs> I'm learning on there. I'm learning from listening. Um, but yeah, so it, it, I, you know, I'm staring at all these things around me and all these ways of impacting it, and knowing from a company perspective, a lot of people think of you know this massive company. We're we're actually quite small. And, you know, to a degree, we can't write those big giant checks like you might see ginormous organizations do. So the way my brain works is, well, how can we make an impact and do something really, you know, that means something without having those big giant fake checks? And the answer to me was we, we put packages on shelf at Target and Walmart and um, Babies R Us and, again, at, throughout the country and then beyond our country. Um, our Facebook is visited you know, 60,000 times in, in, you know, a month. It's, it's massive numbers to that degree. Um, we have a great growing Facebook social community that we, you know, we are in contact with every day. So the whole point was how, how can we do something that we're within the things we're already doing? How can we make a big impact? And I think the biggest thing when I'm looking at my son and what I want to see for him in the future is him being included in society and not being looked, Added as different. I, I I want it to be not that. That's my goal. And um, and so when I see, I saw this as an opportunity. If we can just affect society by these are the images that are out there. This becomes the norm. Then it will become that way. And I had this crazy idea, <laughs> and well, not so crazy. Um, and. Then my next thought was I followed Kelly Hampton's blog, and she was a huge impact on me um, and really helped me through um, reading her blog without even knowing her personally. Um, the moments after Dexter was born, it was the first blog that was sent to me from my sister, and it really was a lifeline, and it was incredible. And I was talking to um, some folks that I was working with, another agency that was handling a social media event for us, and I said, you know, I'm working on this project. It's, I'm going to call it Everybody Plays. The bigger cause umbrella is going to be just because we can. And I'd love to have Kelly Hampton as our guest photographer. In a perfect world, this is my dream. And, and they were in the business of blogs, and it was just around blog her time. And, and I said, if, you, if we could somehow contact Kelly, I'm not sure if she'd be up for it or not. This would be the perfect thing. And... We were having our own Infantino Blog Her event. We had a big off-site um, event, and I wasn't actually at Blog Her, but the woman who was helping me coordinate um, our event called me from the convention center. I was actually having lunch somewhere uh, with a colleague, and she said, you got to stop what you're doing and get over here right now. You won't believe who was in front of me in line. It was Kelly Hampton. I told her about you. I told her about the blog, and she wants, or told you about the Everybody Plays, and she wants to meet you. And we just, the person was coming out with our lunch. We're like, I'm sorry, you're going to have, we, we'll pay you, but we're not going to eat that. And <laughs> we ran out, got in the car, we're shaking. Um, and I got to meet Kelly. I was very nervous the first time. 
And we started the relationship of talking about everybody plays. And the short story is she said yes. <laughs> and it was it's amazing. And this is our second annual Everybody Plays. We um, we wrapped the first day, which is Step 2. So Step 2 is our sister company in Ohio. Um, we wrapped the, that shoot today. It was amazing. And it's always a lot of work building up to it, but it's so rewarding the day of. Tell, and, uh, tell me more about what about like the mission and and what everybody plays that you know what what it actually entails. We do um, we do a casting call and and right now and our hope and goal is actually that from a bigger perspective that this will become something national, uh, but right now it's a Southern California event. We we send out a, a basically an invitation uh, anyone who's in the Southern California area to be part of this event, and it's, it's for everybody. So, you know, it's all kids, and the purpose of this is not to have, and we don't want to exclude anyone. We would never want to have an event where it was all about um, special needs, and that's that's it, because our bigger objective is, is showing inclusive, inclusion. It's showing a world where all kids are playing together and are viewed as equally, and what a better way to do that than through play. And, and so all of the kids you're seeing who are coming to this event are, are all different in their own way, um, whether it be special needs or fabulous red hair or <laughs> freckles all over their nose, like whatever it is that makes them unique that um, might otherwise be caught, you know, something that someone points out as a, as a difference and looks at it in a bad way. And so we just want to make sure from a company perspective that we're doing our part to make sure that all the unique faces, smiles are represented in a way, as I, as I mentioned before, as we can on packaging so that, you know, people who are shopping the shelves, everyday moms, and can A, see the world as it really is with that real difference and that people feel included when they see packages that have children that represent their, their kids and they don't feel um, left out and those, killed, those kids aren't left out as well. And so the whole event is set up where Everyone is together, and when you're there and you see everybody working together and you see all the kids playing together you, in this little kind of sort of micro world that you've created, it's perfect. So it's I'm, tr I'm perfect. trying to picture the room that this is all held in. No room. No room. <laughs> so we, um, we are surrounded by a tremendous amount of generous, amazing people, and for both years we've had um, fabulous individuals basically um, give us the use of their home for practically nothing um, to work on this um, event, which is amazing. And so we have a huge amount of space. We have usually a, a large house that we're working in with a lot of grounds so that we have park settings. Um, you, you really would think that we were at a park sometimes, but we're at someone's house. And we can change sceneries and look like we're someplace else. So it's really nice. And it, it always has this great communal space too. This is a, a huge aspect of our event is to make sure when people come, they're coming into a great communal space where they all get to have conversations with each other and talk about all the things that are going on. So you'll have, you know, you walk into a conversation where one mom is talking about her child who um, had to go through congenital heart defect and that whole process and how that was um, to, you know, to another mom. And Maybe that mom that she's talking to never really understood or, or could under, you know, wouldn't be able to have been in her shoes, and, and they get a whole new perspective of what it means to them. 
So there's a lot of learning that's happening at that point too. And then during the shoot, kids are more often than not pulled out together. So the parents are hanging out um, with each other. The kids are in the shoots together. And it's a great wide open space to help with, you know, kids are kids. So <laughs> that works out. And there's a lot of us at the event too. So it's, it's certainly not a room. It sounds fantastic. It's fabulous. Our uh, um, step up for down. This is going to be my moment of the week. But our uh, uh, step up for down syndrome that that we had on Saturday had a, and this is the best part of the whole thing. And it was a new thing this year. It had a fashion show. It was sponsored by the Gap, and uh, you know they and they had a fancy announcer guy that announced each like outfit as they went down the aisle. And, uh, you know, it had some, like, sometimes it was the parent and the, and the child and some of the older kids were like brother and sister. So, you know, they were, they were all mixed together. Uh, and you know, they were having a great time. You could tell they truly enjoyed, you know, striking the pose at the end and then, you know, walking back and striking another pose. And then it was just the, the crowd loved it. The kids loved it. It was just super Yeah. fashion show. It was awesome. I feel like I saw something about this on Facebook. Uh, it's quite possible. We're all connected somehow. So I'm yes, <laughs> and, and they're probably not the first to think of it. I'm sure several of them have it. But it kind of fits with with what you're talking about that uh, getting people together and the enjoyment, you know, yeah. of, of of being on camera and it was fun. And I I have to say having Kelly involved is amazing. And maybe this is a great segue into Kelly. But um, it's oh, is she here? <laughs> that would here. be awesome if we could get Kelly on. That would be super. Hi guys. <laughs> Who's she that? Makes, she helps make the event what it is. It wouldn't be the same without Kelly. Welcome, Kelly Thank Hampton. You. Welcome to uh, Down Syndrome Radio. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. You obviously like. You're back again for a second year. The pictures are going to come out awesome because you're here. It is an extraordinary event. Just finished day one and still reeling from it. Excited for tomorrow. It really is. I mean, Colette explained it uh, wonderfully. It's just, um, you know, a lot of work, a lot of people, but the whole day you just feel the sense of celebration and the whole thing is about, it's about childhood. It's about imagination. It's about play. It's about wonder and all these things are not partial to anyone's abilities. And it's just, um, you know, when, when you're, when I'm there taking pictures and each group of children is coming in, you don't, you never look at it from, a, okay, that one has special needs. That one doesn't, it's just kids. It's just a bunch of kids playing together and it's awesome to see it all happen. That's what we're all about. All right. Absolutely. Well, what do you say, Jason? You want to ask some questions? You want to, uh, how do you want to move Sh forward? Well, I don't know. That's, um, I mean, I'd love to hear Kelly's kind of side of Colette's story and, and um, you know, if she thought that, that this girl was crazy or if she, you know, jumped on it. From what I understand is that uh, it was all in your mind, Colette, and, and you know, you, you just, you hooked Kelly and then you, you pitched the idea to the to the ups and I'd like to hear, you know, how that went if they were, you know, enthusiastic. Yeah, I remember that that thing, it was someone had come up to me and said, you know, the person I want you to meet isn't here, but she can be here and I'd love for you to meet her and and I can't remember how it all went down, but it was I think we were in the lobby of the hotel where Blog Her was happening and I was waiting and 
people that walked in and we had one of those, you know, huggy, emotional moms. And, and I still, whenever I meet someone that has the same story, there's always that moment where you connect and get a little teary. And, and she immediately just said, I had this idea. And I think at that point still it was just an idea and um, told me and I said, I'm on board. And I was amazed at how fast, her idea became a real thing when the emails and followed and this was really going to happen. Um, and I was just so, I remember how passionate she was, you know, and here her baby was, she pulled up her iPhone and showed me a picture in the lobby of Dexter, who was still little at that point. Um, but she was so passionate about this idea that she had. And obviously that, that passion um, is what made it happen so quickly. But yeah, with, within, you know, within a year, there it was in San Diego, and uh, it was really happening, and there were obviously so many people that supported Colette and all the, the family. I call them family at Infantino. Everyone I've met from Infantino is just amazing. They all, they all seem like one big family, and um, it's really touching to see how supportive they are of this program and, and personally of Colette and her family, and I've seen the Infantino family with Dexter and, and how much they love him and um, to be on the other side of it, it, it really is touching. Well, you know, it's a it's an absolutely perfect fit because you know you you've done a lot for Down syndrome awareness in general. That's what you're about. It's fantastic. But also, your photography is fantastic. So it's a really good fit because it seems like that's what she needed. Well, thank you. And the nice thing about this too is that there's so many different kinds of photography out there, and I love this is the kind that I love most, just absolute candid real life moments. And there's nothing staged about it. It's just letting kids, you know, we don't ever say, look at the camera during this. We don't ever say, say cheese. It's just letting kids be kids and, and shooting them throughout the entire process. And, um, the whole team of, of people that, uh, everybody plays that supports us. They're all, you know, it's that same vibe, the same vibe of just keep the kids comfortable, let them have fun. And then everything just falls into place. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm waiting so, for you, buddy. I got I got all sorts of questions and things I can ask Kelly, but you know. Um, well, um, go ahead. Fire I, away. I got things I can ask <laughs> Colette too, because this is the first time we've had Colette on. I want to know, uh, you know, do you uh, you 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 let Jason have time to do this podcast? We thank you for that. You know. But, uh, you know, Kim and I sometimes go back and forth about, uh, oh, how much time it takes or whatever. And I wondered if you guys do that, you know? Uh, I don't. (laughs) I'm going to keep my answer short. I'm so proud of Jason. I think that he's found his way to express himself through this. And that sounded really girly. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) express yourself. And anyway, uh, no, anytime he's doing this, it's, it makes complete sense to me I, and it's worth the time and I'm happy to support him and hang yeah. out with obviously I love spending time with my kids and just hang out with the kids so he can hole up in our messy bedroom and do you, do you, do you <laughs> listen a, and sometimes give him like advice or these are people you should have on or you know uh, obviously you helped us make this Kelly connection you know yeah I give him a couple of things but he's a smart man he's got it figured out <laughs> I try not to you know i you saw what happened when I gave my input on the logo. I've got, I, I got a sad puppy face. Really? <laughs> really? You don't want the headphones? Oh, the logo. I've given That's up on you guys with the logo. It'd be about yeah, two I'll, years I'll before we have the logo. I walk away. It's okay. No, yeah, no, I still, still have a final decision, but uh, uh, I really want the headphones. 
yeah, so your short answer is no. We haven't had that conversation yet. I think I'm I'm just over, over the moon that he's doing this and that you're, you're doing it with him. I think it's great and it's necessary and I think it's going to be of value to people. I think having, you know, coming out of of a situation where I just feel like there there's certainly could be more um, more different types of representation of what Down syndrome is out there than I just know my first experience of like typing it in when it was all first fresh and real was just bombarding information that just was not positive and was really scary and was really hard and if there could be anything it's just more um, real life information that can outweigh and and hopefully I'll Google search uh, uh, that information in my eyes. Well, good. So I don't have to worry when I keep chasing up late or anything like that. No. No, no. And, you know, no. it's <laughs> it's it's um, it's always f- hard to find time to do it. But every time we sit down and just start to do it, um, it feels really good. And, you know, it's it. Each time we do it, it, it just logs a little bit more in the memory to make it easier to, to come back and do it again. So it just feels so good when we finish and, and, and you know, the hour flies by. That was the biggest thing I was afraid of at first is how. How are we going to fill this time? Fill an hour. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take long. I, I, I dare you to guess what time we're at right now. Oh, I, I usually start my phone, so I think I, I, think I started a timer. <laughs> well, I That's say- my nerdy thing. You know, I, I consider this time, and then Kelly, like, I just think, Kelly, how in the world do you do all that you do? And that was going to be my question. I, I was going to get into that. I'm was, taking over. I'm now questioning. Was uh, every day picking something different, you know, and one one area shines well, secretly, ten other areas are like falling apart, and then the next day you pick up something else and do that. So it's every day it's different priorities, and again, it's the same. Once this becomes part of your life, and and it always feels good. It always feels good to take time to um, be part of this community, to raise awareness, and it is a lot of work. And even with the buddy walk, you know, like you guys said, it's a lot of preparation. But when you're there and you look around and you get tears in your eyes and you realize how huge this is and how amazing it is to be part of this, it's always, always worth it. One thing I want to ask about, Kelly, I wanted to congratulate you on uh, uh, the impending birth of your third child, which I, I didn't realize until I, I did a little research earlier today. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And uh, I, I wanted to ask, you know, the book goes through Nella's first year, how she's doing since then, you know, give you a chance to brag on her and, and, and give us the sure. kind of the update. We are, we always feel blessed. She's doing wonderfully. Um, she is, you know, I've, I've never been a big one to compare Anyway, I, I can never keep track of when kids are supposed to walk and talk. But um, looking back, it's really not much different than than when Lainey was was younger. And um, you know, maybe she doesn't say quite as much or walked a little later. But for the most part, all those wonderful joys that we experience um, are the same. She's um, still doing occupational therapy and physical therapy once a week, and her speech is just taken off. She repeats most everything we tell her to and now she's starting to kind of put things together on her own and come and ask us things and um i think any any parent that shares our story knows how exciting that is and how much you know not necessarily more you celebrate it's just a different kind of celebration and 
and being so happy for watching what they're able to do. Um, but she's doing great. Can't keep up with her constantly chasing her, getting into everything. And, uh, it she, should be interesting adding a third one into the mix right now. She liked the leaves. Did she? <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. She liked the leaves. I'm looking at the pictures of the box of Loves leaves. The leaves. <laughs> yes. And both the girls are obsessed with babies. They say, I'm never going to get a chance to hold this next baby. Oh, well, that's, you know, that's too bad. That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it will be. <laughs> you have two babysitters on hand. Awesome. Absolutely. Oh. You know, I I, I read this this uh, blog post about I told you guys playing with the leaves, but I also knew you lived in Florida, and I lived in Jacksonville for a while. So, and I and I'm I'm from up north originally, and I missed fall. I'm like, how are they playing with leaves? <laughs> I read it. I read a little deeper. Somebody actually mailed you a box of leaves. Yes, we have leaves mailed to us every year. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, it's composting of a sort. Way to get what we want. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely miss. That's the thing I miss most about Michigan. I miss the fall. I miss apple orchards and pumpkin patches, real pumpkin patches that aren't in a church parking lot like the ones we go to. Right, right. Um, yeah, that will be. That will always be hard this time of year to remember what I had growing up. <laughs> You make the best of it, though. Yeah, well, you have you obviously have. So there you go. Um, anybody got any other questions? I got a whole list, but you know, I don't want I don't want to dominate. <laughs> I have a question. Um, it's it's pretty vague, I guess. But um, Colette mentioned, you know, that Kelly's blog was one of the first things that someone pointed to, and and it was the same for me as, as when I found out Dexter had down syndrome and i you know basically asked my world you know help me find out information about this um to what the two people kind of who got back to me in almost instantly are are on this podcast right now um one was my very good friend matt owens his his brother obviously is mark and um you know matt forwarded my email to mark and mark got back to me almost instantly and and you know, there was not a whole lot of communication immediately, but it was it was really good to hear um, just a normal um, life that they were leading, and it, it just sounded, you know, it was very refreshing, I guess, to hear. And then one of the other things, the first link I think that someone sent me was to to Kelly's blog and and her birth story, and it just. You know, it struck a chord. It was very, very familiar, and um, you know, I'm just curious of what, what, why, maybe what Kelly thinks it is about her blog and her story that that strikes a chord with so many people. It's a good question. I think for the birth story, which is what most people begin with with the blog, um, even if you haven't gone through this, I think most parents can relate to the emotions in it and, and expecting something and especially with waiting nine months to welcome your child and, and when it's not what you expected, how um, I'm going to go ahead and use the word devastating, even though I don't feel that anymore at that time, it, it did feel like that. And um, maybe it was just the vulnerability and it's funny now because I look back and I didn't even think when I was writing it, I never thought like this is any different and just, admitting things that, you know, maybe not everybody feels comfortable admitting and 
even, you know, it's still hard sometimes for me to go back and read and think, you know, that I said some of the things that I did when she was born and, and kind of wanting to run away and maybe relating to that vulnerability and just, um, you know, I always go back to the fact that it's, it's a love story and anybody who's a parent, regardless if you have children with special needs or not, you know, people can relate to that. People can relate to loving your child so much that, you know, not letting any, anything change that love. And, you know, I still, it's crazy how it all happened, but the way it's opened up doors to even just meeting Colette and being part of this whole, everybody plays and, um, meeting well, other I, families I, in this community and outside of the community. It, it's, it's amazing. You know, we've we've talked about you before on this, and the, the 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 big contribution was that it seemed like you broke outside of our community. You know, we have a lot of things in our community where you know we all read it and we kind of agree, and and it's and it kind of sure. it's great. But that you kind of broke outside of that to a lot of people who you know didn't know much about Down syndrome, and that sort of awareness is is what we really need. And I Absolutely. thought that's what was really cool. And that was something in the beginning, even in just the weeks after after writing her birth story, it was coming to terms with, you know, all of a sudden hearing from a lot of people from the Down syndrome community and, and wondering, you know, do I write about Down syndrome now? Do I not? Or, you know, just and realizing it is a gift to be able to have people who don't know what it's like. And it's a, a, one of the things that we need as a community. We need um, to change these stereotypes. We, that other world out there that doesn't know what it's like that it's so important for them to be able to be compassionate and to be able to look in and one of my favorite emails to get is just um you know i've been reading your blog for a while and i can't believe how you know i go out of my way now i used to be uncomfortable now i absolutely love talking to the girl that at down syndrome that back my groceries or my neighbor or just just well, desensitizing you, you, people you broke a barrier making them realize that these are these are kids these are people just like anybody else that want to be recognized want to contribute want to be loved and you know that's uh that's a gift to be able to have the blog to help be a tool to pave that road it, it almost seems like people could take it in in two ways you know if you're like you know like me you know, I, I, I have been through the story, so I listen and I think, you know, or I read and I think, okay, this compares to, to, to my experience in the, you know, bringing home the baby and whatnot, and that's one thing, and, it, and it's, it's interesting in and of itself, but then there's people that read it that don't have a child with special needs that get a view of what it's really like, and I think that's yeah. really cool, too. So there's almost like two different types of readers that you get. Sure. And, and it's still even, um, you know, Colette and I were talking about this yesterday, just about the different roles within the Down syndrome community and the different ways that people communicate. And we need everybody, you know. We need. We also need those those blogs and stories that are strictly about Down syndrome. We need a place for, for parents, you know, to find that information. And there's all these different people in this community that are doing all these roles, and together we make this great big family. And um, it's it's nice when we can all come together and appreciate each other in, in this community. You know, there were there were two parts when I, I looked through this afternoon at lunch that I focused in on and I was able to find that kind of paralleled my own story or whatever. And one was when you kind of first took her out and you had to face that decision of, uh, you know, when people you, people say, oh, look, at, let me see your baby and you show, show them your baby, whether to mention it or not. 
And I, right. I just, I remember that being so confusing. I was more worried about what would make the other person feel less uncomfortable, you know, exactly. and I, I didn't know what was the best thing to do. And, and I had a situation like that at the school bus stop where one of the other mom, I was dropping my older children off at the bus stop, but I had my, my new baby with me. And one of the other ladies there is a physician. I knew she could tell, but there's like five or six moms there. And I couldn't, I, never, I still don't know whether to bring it up now. He's older. That's pretty obvious. Right. Uh, right. You know, so I, I don't, I, and I've, I guess I never adopted the approach of telling people because it, you know, it just didn't feel right. Um, so, yeah, but I, I focused in on, on that part of the story and, you know, it, it immediately kind of made me feel good. It made me feel that, like, my experience, I wasn't weird <laughs> because, right, right. because you had trouble and with I it too. did the whole thing of, like, blurting it out and realizing, like, that felt really weird. Like, I don't know why I felt the need to do that. Um, but I, it is, it's just, I don't know why, especially in the beginning, and now it's silly, you know, when I take her to the park, whatever, it's, um, and when people come up and say, you know, oh, she's beautiful, or I smile, I feel so proud, whether or not they recognize it or not, it's just, um, yeah. yeah, it is funny how much you change in the beginning and, and how it doesn't even become an issue after a while. I mean, I, I had, you know, my wife and I had an advantage because we knew prenatally, you know, we, you know, we had months to prepare. Sure. Uh, not to say that that made it, you know, a breeze or anything, but I had kind of thought some of that through before, and I'm sure you you were you were caught a little bit more by surprise. You and Jason and Colette sure. as well. So I, I do I understand that. Oh, and the other one that connected with me was, and I really wish Rick was here. I keep checking for him on Skype. He hasn't shown up yet. Slacker. Uh, when you first went to the the National Down Syndrome Convention. Yes. And you're meeting Rick and Amy. Of course, they're wonderful, super yes. people, right? And you yes. had that worry of going to the con the conference. And I, I, I just did this, you know. And and we we reported it on the podcast. In fact, Rick was here as well. That you know, my first time going, I, I was concerned about you know what the older kids would look like, what the adults would look like, you know, uh, what you know what would be my impression. How would I do? I mean, I wanted to make sure I was comfortable. And you know, of course, it all fades away once you get there. But I had all those same fears. They were in your book. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. at least I'm not the only one. Yeah, that was, and it was funny. Rick and Amy were the perfect place. We started off in their little hotel room first before we walked in. And they never said anything, but I know they, they had to have known everything I was feeling. And even driving up to Orlando, and just I just kept telling my friends, just I'm scared. And I'm, I don't, I was just, all I could think of was, you know, we're going to be in a room and there's just, there, I'm going to be surrounded by, I thought, that I would be surrounded by these, these individuals, these Nella's future, and then it would make me sad, and I don't know why I thought this. And then actually going through it and walking out and, and realizing, oh my gosh, I don't feel sad. This is, like, absolutely hopeful and the sense of family and happiness. It was just laughing and smiling the whole time. And um, But that fear, I think, you know, that fear of the future is always – well, I think what looms the most in those first several months is just looking, what's it going to look like? And it's the, it's the unknown. Um, yeah. I remember even like when taking early on taking Nella um, and our groceries, the, the one person that I can immediately think of when she was born, and who do I know right now that has done so was this beautiful girl with red hair that um, works at our Publix at our grocery store. And I remember just in that first month of going to the grocery store, like, being like, I didn't know how I was going to feel when I saw her. And when I finally did, I just, 
it was like, why, why, not that I was afraid of it, but I, I just didn't know why it was made me uncomfortable. It was completely normal. It was completely, um, to see her as, as a person. And I still look back with a lot of, you know, we call it guilt, shame, whatever, of just why before Nella was born, you know, I always considered myself someone that, you know, I would volunteer my time and, you know, was a quote, good person, but why that made me uncomfortable. Why I felt sorry for families. Obviously, yes, there's challenges, but um, something I still deal with. I still look back and think I can't believe that I was the way I was. And I'm so glad, you know, through Nella, we've had the opportunity to really open our eyes to another world. And, and for me, I find myself not just Down syndrome, not even just special needs. I find myself just looking at people differently and, and going out of my way to make sure I'm compassionate and you know, as simple as, you know, going to the grocery store and even, even elderly people, just really stopping to think that's a person. That could be me, it could be my child, it could be my mom, it could be my grandma, and thinking about it just a little bit longer, and um, it makes me, it definitely makes me a more compassionate person. You know, we, we all have that urge to kind of, uh, after it's happened to us, to, to jump in and make sure that it's easier for the next person, which is kind of awesome about our community. That's kind of why we're doing this podcast, kind of why, obviously, you did your blog. Plus, it's nice to get it out in the air. You know, it's why I jumped on that email from Jason or from my brother. You know, it's like, oh, my God, that was awful. But, boy, if I could help somebody else, that'd be, you know, that'd be nice. I think you, you realize a lot, too, how much it heals yourself. The first time I... Our hospital called me. I think Nella was a little over a year old, and I got a call that um, a mom had welcomed a, a child, and it was unexpected. And they asked if I wanted to come up. And when I went and talked to her, and sat and cried with her, and told her I understood. And when I got back in the car afterwards, I realized that experience. Yes, I'm sure it did something for her, but it just it helped me heal more when you're, when you're able to give to somebody else and, right. and help it, them. It, it, you know, confirms look that you're, that it, it confirms that you're over it and you're healed. Yeah, you can, you can absolutely. All right. All right, Jason, I'm hogging all the questions. Okay. I have another, another good one. Um, so obviously this, this blog and book and, all of the this stuff has has brought um, Kelly lots of success, and um, just you know you've used that success uh, to for advocacy and for raising boatloads of money for NDSS. Um, but I'm just curious, you know how how you feel about that? How you feel about this like sort of you know celebrity that you have in this community? You know, it's interesting how much life really is the same. You know, every once in a while, Brett and I will kind of laugh and be like, this is, this is crazy that this all happened, and can you believe this? And, and yet, the, the most amazing part of it besides, you know, yes, it's fun to be able to have some of your dreams come true and these things you never thought might happen, but just the, the people that I've been able to meet and um, – the families, both within the Down Center community and outside of it, it is so incredibly rewarding. And um, the rest of it, you know, we're 
our life is a lot like it was before this all happened. Same people do the same things, enjoy the same things, hang out with the same people, except have a, a little bit bigger of a family of friends. Right. Lock and load, um, have another kid. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it really, it hasn't, it hasn't changed much. And, and I think a lot of it is just the, because of the theme that, that, the themes that we talk about and the theme of the the book and the blog and, and the whole reason for all of this, it's, um, you know, it's about, it's about community. It's about family. It's about relating to each other. It's about everybody can, can relate to something happening in life that's unexpected or facing grief in some way and overcoming it and needing your friends and family. And um, it helps it not seem so, I mean, it is yet yeah, in some ways it's surreal, but, um, it's a very normal, uh, normal thing, I guess, to relate to. So, um, yeah, there, there are times where we kind of laugh and say this all happened in, you know, such a short amount of time. It hasn't been three years, but most of the time it just doesn't seem any different than it was before. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird. You know, I thought about it last night while, while we were sitting there eating dinner and I was like, I mean, obviously, you know, maybe a little bit more about me because of Colette and sure. talk all the time. But um, I was like, man, I know a lot about these people and I've only <laughs> met them. This is only the second time I've ever met them in my life. It's just, it's just a little odd. It's such a one-sided like relationship. It, it's sure. I, I'm and sure people ask that a lot. Is that weird? Is it weird that, you know, it's just, and I guess, you know, when, when you write openly about, your life and I remind people you know you know we don't share every single thing there's lots of times we laugh and we're like oh that picture's not going to go on the blog oh you know this one's not going to get talked about you know we still have those moments but um, does does your husband get any sort of a does your husband get any sort of veto ability on pictures that go in Oh yes, he always. He, I know, like, there's certain rules, like you know, my I don't let my hair look thin in pictures, or like nothing early in the morning. And <laughs> I know the rules, and I know I'll get in big trouble. Oh, um, that's awesome. But yeah, it is. People think ask if it's weird, and it it doesn't. I think it's just, you know, we're in a new age now, and in a way, we're able to share and the the things that we shared. They're all relatable issues they're all go back to the fact that we're all the same people we all want the same things and it, it makes it seem less weird i guess yeah it's truly great i mean i can't even imagine going through this process like pre-internet without no having the ability to see you know people all the way across the country and how they're living and and just you know i mean all of the you know, lots of research and stuff that's also online, but, but just to, to, you know, be, be able to look into your life basically and, and see that, you know, there, there's a little bit of extra stuff that you have to do, but all in all, it's, it's, it's not that much different. And the, the, the internet gives us the opportunity. We all have, we all have our different people that are maybe five years ahead of the journey that we can email anytime. And I know I've, I've asked Rick and Amy a lot of things and Amy's kind of my go-to person that I can't imagine not having that. I can't, you know, if anything, I look back, you know, 20, 30 years ago at these parents that, that raised kids with Down syndrome and, and did what we're doing today. And I, I just admire them so much. They did this without support. They did it during a, a a time when it wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as accepted and to have nobody else 
you know, a lot of them, their own, their pediatricians weren't even supportive in, in the way that they did this um, on their own. You know, that's amazing. It, it definitely makes it so much easier to have this community and, you know, someone just an email or a text away to ask them or, or to call and cry or whatever. It's, it really is amazing. We've had some guests on. We had uh, Dana Hale on, and I think her son was 15, maybe. And uh, she was talking about, you know, when you'd have to go to the, the local association meetings, and that was really the way to connect and to find out what's going on and learn about new therapies and whatnot. Wow. And then, and then there's the fact that these pioneers ahead of us, what I would always like to thank, you know, a lot of the public perception change was because of them, and the, uh, the uh, education rules have changed. You know, our kids Absolutely. go to regular school because these people – pushed their congressman and, uh, um, you know, made the, made the rules change. So my son can be in a regular school now. It is, it's definitely have them to thank. And, uh, yeah, I, I think about that a lot. And even in this community now, I go going back to the whole different roles thing where some of us, some of us are working on awareness. Some of us are working on Congress. Some of us are working on, um, you know, the, the medical end of it. And we all need each other and, and, there's people that are still in the White House steps and, and uh, you know, demanding rights for, for those that are disabled. And it's not my expertise, but I'm so thankful for what they do. I got one of those uh, action alerts forwarded by my, my wonderful wife today at my office. And, uh, you know, the local association makes it, they make it really easy. They basically write the letter for you. They give you the email addresses of your congressman to send it to, you know, and they know right the time when it's when it's when it's right before they're going to go vote or whatever when it's most important. So I did that just today to my two senators. I took the pre-written thing. I added a few words of my own. It took me maybe ten minutes, but just the total number of those things that they get, you know, I think is important. So I said, I'm going to talk the talk. I better walk the walk. Yeah, it's very good. You know, I I have a, a really good experience. With that, um, you know, probably, probably over a year ago, um, you know, I got signed up for that somehow and got the action alert, and I sent a message to our congresswoman, our representative, and um, you know, I, I never even put it together, but we basically walk past her office anytime we go to our local park or you know just about anywhere. We walk past her office, and you know, in in my little note with the prepared stuff like you said you know i added a little thing like hey you know i never i never imagined i would be emailing you i walk past your office almost you know every day and and you know i got a, i got a great like really personal reply like hey stop in whenever whenever you feel like it we'd love to meet dexter and and um it was just really really great i i still haven't taken him up actually i just replied to her again um to try to get her i used uh some some tips from chip our our last guest on the last show, right, Chip Gerhardt, about con- con- contacting your some politicians to try to get them on your team. So I I actually emailed her to see if she could be on our buddy walk team, and I, I still have not heard back. But I'm holding out some hope that maybe she'll show up. You know, in in my little part that I added to this action alert, I challenged them both to be on the podcast if they wanted to explain why oh. they weren't going to support the bill. That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you probably nothing will come of it. Coletta's Coletta's giving me the the sign that she should probably bow we out. We have. I'm 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 going to dedicate this second to Miss Amy Liebengood, who is watching our children for us last minute notice, <laughs> and she has been 
working her butt off all day too. Um, so I'm probably going to walk out and let her go home to her family. Um, and I honestly, my arms are aching to squeeze my kids. So <laughs> I just can't, I can't wait to go get them. Um, but this has been great. I will be a stranger on the call. Now you've seen how easy it is. You got to join us every time. I know. There, next time I'll have my, my thoughts written out. So I'm not so all over nah, the place. Oh, that's oh no that fun. was great. That was great. No it was a great story. I, I, she was trying to, to text me the story and I just was like, she kept saying that it was a magical moment when she connected with Kelly and I just was, I, I, and then, you know, I kind of heard bits and pieces of the story and I just, you, you have to come on. I mean, we tried, we were going to do it and then it didn't work out with the timing and stuff. And I just said, no, you have to do it. This is a great story. You worked it out, man. Yeah. Such a perfect night to do it too. Cause Colette and I spent the day together all day today and we're doing it again tomorrow and right in the middle of everybody plays. It's such a great time to talk about these things. We can close things down right now. If you need to go, uh, we're, you know, we're coming up on an hour now. Um, do you want to go a moment, Colette? A moment? Yeah. What's a moment? A moment. You have your moment of the week, like your my moment of the week. Yeah, I'll have a. You know, I'm I'm going to be the observer the, your of, moment the moment of the moment of the week. Your moment of the you know last twenty months since you know this is the first time you've done it. You got you got a whole lot of time. That's why you got it easy. I feel like you guys are going to have me on again. So yeah, maybe sa- I'll talk about save some. Only use one. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity to talk about a moment from today, and we had a mom travel in um, specifically from the shoot, uh, for the shoot. And the moment that she is an observer, the moment that Kelly walked into the room where, um, we had all the participants, um, waiting for their time to, to go for their shoot. It, It was just, it was such an incredible experience to watch someone who hadn't met Kelly in person yet who had followed her blog, who made a huge impact on her life, just get to have and share this moment with her. And 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 I, I remember being in that exact position and feeling like you have 10 seconds to, when, you know, if, if there's more than 10 seconds, you just are worried about trying to say everything you want to say within this short period of time. And it was just so touching and moving and you know, I, and I saw it a lot today across the board. So my moment is just seeing people's reactions, either coming to the event and kind of seeing what it's all about, and um, and then people who are at the event who are, who do follow Kelly and are there because they want to be a part of something that Kelly's part of, and it makes them feel comfortable and and included. And their reaction when they get to meet Kelly for the first time, because she is an, a wonderful woman. She makes a huge impact, and I think uh, you. You guys have said it best. It's just opening up this world for Down syndrome that's so approachable for anyone to come into and and be a part of. So that was my moment. Awesome. Let's get this. Going to be hard to top. You made it all <laughs> happen, Colette. Thanks for yeah, thanks for doing all that. And good job making Kelly cry. <laughs> she made yeah, me. She's, she's done that cry. to us, so yeah. That's not hard to do. I cry I've done that to all of us. There's no crying on Down Syndrome Radio. There is <laughs> not. Uh, Happy tears. Happy tears all day. There's, there's lots of moments, but that one I think was. It was just a great summary of the impact that these things have, and how important it is for us to to let people know when things are happening that are. We, we think do right by our community or do right by society so that they keep happening. Because I think too often 
and I, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself, but you find it easier to say all the things that you find wrong out there that in which you're complaining about and saying that this wasn't, you know, what's bad about this and what's bad about that and we kind of take it for granted when people are doing it right. And I, I think, you know what, the right stuff deserves the attention to it. That's how you keep right stuff to keep happening. Absolutely. All right, Kelly, you got a moment too? You want to call it the same one or? You know, it, it was definitely, I think for me today it was watching the kids and when you take four kids and they had never met each other and putting them together and, and some have special needs and maybe some aren't very verbal and um, you just realize, you just think, when did we lose, when did we start recognizing that people were different? Because the kids, they were wonderful together. They, they didn't treat each other any differently. They played together. There was no recognition on the kids part that maybe somebody was a little bit different and um, which just goes to prove that, that we are all the same. And um, I think kids, I, the biggest lessons always come from kids. And for me today to watch the kids and um, it, you know, it's emotional. It, it really, there, there's many moments today that I just felt like, Oh, you know, it's one of those moments. And, uh, but for me, it was definitely watching the kids and just making a mental note of, that sense of togetherness and that they don't they don't recognize what we see awesome That's all right jason good. what do you got bud well my my dex man learning how to do the fist bump is is not gonna compare to these moments it's awesome. <laughs> i don't know in the end jason it's all about the kids i know yeah so dex man has officially mastered the, the fist fist bump Awesome. He, he's still learning to blow it up at the end, but um. <laughs> Can I tell you a secret sure. thing about this fist bump thing? Sure. You, because now I get to prove that I've listened. So, you have mentioned before um, about the difficulties of of getting Luke dressed with the hands, right? Yes, he sticks his fingers out, it. toes too. Yeah. So, I listened. And I said, okay, I'm going to start trying to get this, like, knock-knock hand thing going and, like, closing the fist so that when I put shirts on, that I can learn from that. Oh, you <laughs> Make are it so easier. smart. Oh. And so this fist bumping, well, you're doing fist bumping to me all sort of cool, and he's doing He loves it, and it's like a big blow-up thing. Yeah. And my, I'm doing the knock-knock fists in a different world because I'm trying to get the hands together so that they'll go through his sleeves really easy. Hey, that's pretty good. Mm. Good tip. <laughs> big tip I'm trying to teach Luke because I'm going through potty training I'm trying to teach him to do the crab which is the two pincer hands because he, when, when he has to pull his pants down and pull his pants up he tries to lean on something and do it with one hand so he gets them like part way down one leg and they're you know they're slanted so they're not coming off and then he'll switch and do the other one he'll say daddy help daddy help I'm like no like the crab two pincers <laughs> <laughs> so we do the two pincers uh and when he finally does that it works but he's not as stable while he's doing it you know because i think he likes to lean on something That's all right good. so fist bump jason fist bump's pretty fist cool bump. pretty guy thing you know yeah he's got he's got it down now he'll too. get the blow up pretty soon you'll have like a five-step secret daddy son handshake thing <laughs> there you go yeah and him him going to school today was it was really cool just uh see him in that environment and just looking at all the new stuff and just kind of taking it all in so you see it as a big step forward and i you know when i look back i think oh god i kind of miss the days when he was home all the time you know (laughs) 
I guess so. I don't know. I, I was very excited for Eloise to go to preschool too. She just, it was just a cool, such a cool place. And, and, um, it just seemed like so much fun. The cool so. thing is you'll, you'll start seeing when he's home, he'll, you'll start doing things that you didn't realize he knew how to do that you didn't teach him. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, usually it's either you or Colette that taught him this or that, and you know what each other's working on, but now he'll like start singing a song. You'll be like, I didn't know you knew that song. And it'd be something he learned at school. Yeah. Will, uh, will it be a boy band bubblegum pop song? Oh, because that's what Eloise <laughs> Later, is they're going to pick up things at school. And I don't that know where she got that from. Yeah. All right. This is great. Wonderful. Guys, thanks so much for having me be a part of this. Oh, my gosh, oh. Kelly. Thank you so much for being on. Let's, let's plug it up. Plug it up. Plug fest. Awesome. Okay, infantino.com. Right? For the everybody plays stuff. When will these photos be be visible to the world? Um, well, the answer is immediately and in the future. So Facebook, we've been posting all day and we'll be posting all day tomorrow. And we encourage everyone to you know forward them on. And again, it goes back to that 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 point that if you want things to continue on like this, if you want to celebrate these types of moments, you've got to get people involved and you know the hope is that you know other companies see this too and they'll they'll want to do it as well and see that it, it makes a difference and people really care about it so again showing that you care about stuff like this is important so, so we put up things all day long to have people who aren't at the event uh, be part of it Collect. and it also gives people who are at the event the ability to see some photos right away so they get some instant gratification um, our next big uh, release of photos we have a huge toy show which is attended by pretty much all retailers, manufacturers, uh, media, and and that's Toy Fair, and it happens in February, in the beginning of next year. And we make all these kids ten feet tall, massive, giant graphics that go all all around our enormous booth, and it's a really great place for us to showcase to people who could really make a, a, an impact uh, from that perspective what it what it really means to us and and talk about that campaign and we talk about our products when people are coming into our booth but we make a point to mention you know have we talked to you about our everybody plays campaign this is what it means this is how it affects the way we do things and we hope that in some way in your way you'll participate as well so um, Colette, I, yeah. want, I want to make sure i'm in the right spot and we direct people to the right spot i'm at infantinoblog.com is that the right spot infantino um our facebook so the blogs we use to really just update what kind of like when the event's happening and, and it's a place for people to go to get more information about it when we're doing like the casting calls and that kind of stuff. But the up to the second stuff is all on our Facebook. Okay, I'm looking at that so, now. I'm catching up. Yeah, if you were to look on our Facebook, you'll see pictures all from today um, that were taken, and some of them are ones that Kelly took, and some of the ones that we took on our you know our own cell phones. Um, and post it up. I'm and then sure I'll we'll also be, be on step two is our sister company. It's really important. They, they were the shots today. So that's all older kids um, for step two products. And that their shoot with Stay Infantino is tomorrow. So on step2.com on their Facebook, you'll find images up as well. And um, yeah, so that's the immediate. And then the next thing for us is Infantino packaging and a lot of the products that we're shooting tomorrow are products that come out in 
um, next year, usually around June, July. Um, a lot of those products come out. Some of them are going to come out earlier. We have a huge um, uh, line that we're launching with Target called Go Gaga, and we'll be shooting that exclusively for Target. Uh, the line is um, at the shoot with Kelly tomorrow, so it's a big deal, and that's actually going to be in stores in the beginning of the year. Um, that won't affect packaging, but it certainly will affect things that we're doing from an advertising perspective and social media perspective um, and any any booth graphics that we might create or that type of, of visual communication. All righty. Whoa. That was a lot of stuff. It was a lot of stuff. I mean, it, we're going to, you know, I guess it's my impact on things. Go big or go home. I know. That was great. Okay, but also for Kelly, for those of you who've lived in a hole for the last few years, uh, she's at www.kellyhampton.com. That's K-E-L-L-E. And there are some super fabulous pictures there. And, of course, Bloom, the the best-selling book by the the same author and amazing photographer. You betcha. Thank you, guys. I'll have uh, I'll do a post when I get home as well with uh, some shareable images from the event and uh, my feelings. It's always fun to go home after such a a big week and try and put all my thoughts together to summarize it. So um, I'll share my own my own feelings and, and favorite images from the last next couple days uh, when I get home. All right. Well, then I would like to thank the uh, downright awesome. We always call ourselves the downright awesome dads, but in this case, we have the downright awesome moms with us. I'd like to thank them for joining us today. Uh, we are downright. Uh, we are Down Central Radio uh, at uh, uh, downrightawesome.com. We're available on iTunes under uh, Down Central Radio, and uh, we would love a five star review or uh, you know subscribe or give us a listen. Put a comment. Leave a comment. Yeah. Comments feel good. Comments feel good. Make us happy. (laughs) And uh, downrightawesome.com slash store. Buy a t-shirt. All proceeds go to benefit DSRTF. All right. Anything else? I got a closing song all picked out here. I don't think so. That's it. Roll it, man. We can always talk over the song. We got to turn it up. Nice. I've been saving this one because it's a mom singing. It doesn't really fit with dads, but we got you ladies on. <laughs> Still trying to figure out what time. I'm a big pretenders fan. So it's Chrissy Hyde. Let me see you through. That's the, the pretenders, right? Right. I'll stand by Not you. Bad. How bad? Yeah, go. Good time. I'll stand by you. Won't let nobody hurt you. I'll stand by you. So, if you're mad, get mad. Hopefully, all the recording work is fine. <laughs> Come on and talk to me. Get angry too
feel bad that we missed Rick. Yes. Rick has a new baby boy. Uh, is it Logan? Logan. That's one great, yeah. And we don't have an amazing story of the week. I think it's pretty amazing guys have survived this day. <laughs> Kelly and Cliff probably feel the same way. Hey, it's only 7, uh, 7.45 there, dude. It's almost midnight here. Uh, 8.45 and <laughs> start here. Nice, nice math on my part. Sorry about that. <laughs> Colette, thanks for sticking with us if you're still there. Thank you, babysitter. Oh, she just rolled out. Thank you, guys. I'm up here. Kelly, thanks again for joining us. Kelly, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.